Hey guys, and welcome to the Bare Naked Health Podcast, where I interview the absolute best health and wellness practitioners from across the globe to show you what they do so you can do it too. This is because, like you, I did not always feel that health was easy. I had tried different diets, exercise plans, but often felt misled by an industry that really thrives on you not getting healthy and always spending money on the next new thing. Because of this, I'm getting bare naked on health and pulling back the curtain to show you that being truly healthy is simple. Wherever you are in your health journey, I want to show you that with minimal effort, you can get maximum results and do what you love. Play with your kids, go for a hike, and crush it in your business all while feeling great. To give a kickstart, I encourage you to go over to BarenakedHealthPodcast.com to access my calendar and schedule a 15-minute call so we can discuss what is your biggest struggle when it comes to maintaining your health. Remember that I'm a holistic lifestyle coach and that the show is really sponsored by you guys. Each of you that works with me that I am able to take on as a client helps me to be able to keep putting out these podcasts for free. So I just want to thank you, each of you, for your love and support. Hey guys, I'm your host, Nick Horowski, and welcome to the Bare Naked Health Podcast, episode number 86. In today's episode, I interview the bone broth master, Chef Lance Roll. Be sure to stick around for the end of the show to learn about Chef Lance's vision from God, all of the ins and outs of real bone broth, and an amazing spiritual and health journey. Alrighty guys, welcome back to another episode of the Bare Naked Health Podcast. And on the line today, I have Chef Lance Roll. Chef Lance, first question I ask everybody who comes on the show is, tell us about your health journey in 10 sentences or less. 10 sentences or less. Um, Health journey, been extremely grateful to have had excellent health my entire life. My mom raised me on whole foods and... I, I don't know how many sentences this is, but uh, <laughs> we'll get we'll get into Paul check, but uh, changed my eating and to all organic ten years ago. Um, currently in excellent health. Uh, use a, tra- a check trained coach to uh, work on my body, and I give uh, credence to Paul check and the four balancing the four doctors in my life to. Uh, stay healthy, Doctor Doctor Diet, Doctor Quiet, Doctor Happy, and Doctor Movement. So, well, Chef Lance, then I'm curious. Like you said, it's you were pretty healthy your whole life. You were fortunate being raised that way. What when you met Paul when you first started studying with him? What did he really kind of change for you or open your eyes to? You know, I was going through a deep transition at the time around 2006. I had been cooking for about 18 years. I was probably about 245 pounds. Um, I had just come through a huge, you know, a, a divorce, and I was, um, you know, very pretty much downtrodden. Um, I had no self-esteem. I had no self-worth. Uh, I still battle with that even to this day. And um, you know, fortunately enough, I was able to. Uh, uh, you know, the first thing I did was take that, you know, one, HLC one with Paul Check, and once I started reading how to eat, move, and be healthy, and um, you know, incorporate uh, the, the the just you know changing my diet from eating whatever I wanted to eat to eating you know sourcing and eating and cooking organic foods. Um, I opened up my business in 2007. Um, you know, I took control of my. Uh, as much as I could at that point, and then you know started adding you know yoga, and then you know stretching and some some exercise, uh, walking, swimming. Uh, like I said, mostly Bikram yoga for me. Over the years, I had different Czech practitioners and uh, working with all the time. So uh, you know incorporated uh, a lot of the techniques and how eat, move, be healthy, and got away from it for a little while. But I'm actually back to that right now. I just just got 25 books from Paul autographed and we, we give, I gave one to every one of my staff and said, Hey, this is what it's all about right here. Yeah. I gave everyone a copy. We did some food for Paul and Angie and Penny when they went up to a little three day birthday celebration for Angie check and, um, and their beautiful son, Mana. And they, uh, 
I traded him for 25 books because I just wanted to give every one of my staff a, a chance to at least have an opportunity to know what, what how things go, are. And, uh, you know, Paul Check's been a mainstay in this entire, uh, you know, my entire journey from 2006 meeting him. And I think he tends to do that for a lot of people. You yourself are a Czech practitioner. And, uh, you know, when people meet him and they engage in his teachings and not only his teachings, but the way he brings teachings of everyone into his teachings, um, he's an incredible human being and, and someone I would recommend and obviously you recommend as well for, for all your uh, clients. So... And I, I could not agree more with uh, the recommendations of just, hey, if, if you want a book to start, like if you're not ready to jump into any courses or anything like that, I tell everybody that is first and foremost where they absolutely have to start. How do you move and be healthy? Uh, you know, no, go ahead. I, I was going to say, yeah, you know, and, you know, Paul Check at that point in time as well handed me um, what happened was I've been cooking for 18 years and we'll just get a little into my background for everyone. Yeah. And please, because um, I want to talk about all that, the brothery, like everything for everybody, please. Sure. Well, I mean, again, we want to set the stage, the foundation, and you know, the foundation is is the Weston A. Price Foundation, um, and basically, real food nutrition. I mean, you think about the paleo movement, you think about re the real food movement. Sean Croxton and J. R. E. F. Just eat real food. Two thousand six, we weren't really hearing too much about that. At least I wasn't. I just been introduced to it, you know. And there's Paul Check handing me nourishing traditions and saying, "Look, if you're going to cook for my people, you're going to cook out of this book." And at that point, and you know, and this book is uh, written around 99, 2000 by Sally Fallon, the founder of the Weston A. Price Foundation. And what it did is just kind of, you know, it's a, it's an organization based on the nutrition and the nutrition. Let's let's call it the nutrition values and the nutrition reality of what was happening pre-World War One. Um, there was no organic certifications because there were no chemicals or pesticides in the soils. There was really great soil. Um, people lived off the earth. People didn't have electronics. The people, you know, spent their, you know, and, and I mean, again, you could go back 10,000 years from there and understand the genetic history of what's happening, but essentially real food, you know, whole food, like take a chicken, roast it in the oven, and eat the chicken, eat the juices, and then make bone broth from the from the bones. Add vegetables and simmer those bones for 18 to 24 hours, and and drink that liquid. Um, as many other things, they they have a whole section on fermentation. I mean, right now kombucha, it was in that book. Um, you know, sauerkraut. I mean, how many people, how many sauerkraut companies are there today? How many kombucha companies are there today? I'm, how I'm many down in my basement here, and I'm looking at jars of sauerkraut that I have just sitting. Based on using that recipe in there too from Sally Fallon, so I can't agree you know, more with that. And again, it's like now all these things are just like, wow, this is great. And really, they're already there touting this book, and the book is phenomenal as well. It's a phenomenal recommendation if anyone had to just have one book in their library. And that book is filled with anecdotes um, and stories and testimonies and just. Everything throughout the whole book. It's a really well written book and uh, highly recommended for everyone who wants to take a journey into real food and real food cooking. You know, organ meats, how to cook livers, and using the entire animal, etc. And from there, you know, I started cooking for the the Czech Institute. Um, I was very fortunate, Nick, to be, you know, I was at these retreats at the Institute at Vista um, at the time. And, um, you know, Paul and Dr. Oliver and some of the other teachers would, he literally bring me into his office, share a couple of ex cup of espresso. Now, remember, a cup of espresso that was seeded with ghee or extra virgin coconut oil. Does that remind you of anything right now? Oh, yeah, that's right. Bulletproof coffee. You know, MCT oils. <laughs> this is 2006. Sharing cups of espresso with the man himself. And like, dude, I'm getting mentored by Paul Check. I have really no idea who he is or what's happening. I just know this guy's standing there talking to me. He hands me some other things. He you know, he doesn't even ask me how I'm doing. He knows how I'm doing. He sees me. He sees me. He sees my body. He sees my body language. You know, he hands me the first book. He didn't even know I was a deadhead. We can get into that later. But he hands me a book by Ram Das. Uh, you know, Be Here Now. And Be Here Now is like written on this three-week acid trip that they took back in the 60s. And it's all about, you know, uh, basically being here now. Like this is like, you know, right at the same time Eckhart Tolle had written uh, The Power of Now, um, Being Present, all these different things. And he hands me that book. And that book was also started to ch change my journey. 
I'm doing two or three, four retreats a year at the Institute and hanging out with Paul for a week at a time and just sitting in the back, soaking up all the lessons of HLC1, HLC2, HLC3, check level one, check level two, check level three, um, getting to know all the practitioners and faculty members. And then, of course, embarking on my own journey, my own spiritual and, and uh, you know, health, health journey and uh, totally transformed my life. Um, several other things he did for me at that point. Uh, the next book was had a was the autobiography of a yogi, which was uh, another incredible book that I was able to read and an incredible uh, journey that I'm on with self realization as well. But at that time as well, so what I get, he got into was basically you know opening up my um, understanding of of uh, you know inspiration, intuition. Um, these are the things you learn from those type of teachings and. Um, you know, whether it's uh, just through breathing, through exercise, through just feeling good, through understanding who you are. And right around November of 2007, I had already, I was, uh, the journey uh, began 2000 set early 2007 that's when i started the flavor chef in my own business i've been cooking for 18 years uh, i met my bride in june of that year and uh my wife Susanna. we have a son six and a half year old son now dylan and um you know in november of that year 11 11 07 for your audience to be exact um anniversary coming up in a few days here this probably be after this podcast but 11 11 07 i get a vision from god to bring uh, and again we could call that a vision from god we could call it an intuition we could call it inspiration um we could call it a knowing a strong a strong uh like i said a strong like conviction um, you know, Nick, you'll laugh about this one. I got kicked off a podcast for being too religious. So I was like, <laughs> well, all I did was say I had a vision from God to bring bone broth to the market. And I, I can pinpoint the exact date, time and location, you know, and I could bring it back to that point. And what it was, was just this, I had been reading Weston A. Price. I've been reading articles now on bone broth and serving it to the Institute and to the practitioners and everyone saying, oh man, I feel great. Can you make a some more of that bone broth you made last night. So this is happening a lot. Anyway, 11, 11, 07, bing, bone broth to the market. I'm like, what? What? What is that? Like, no, really, like, bring this frozen or, you know, bring this product to retailers. There's nothing like it on the market at all. So fast forward the journey, three, four years, um, you know, into 2011, about four years later, I finally was able to manufacture um, the labels, the 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 barcoding, everything. I, I in early 2012, I got my CDPH license to bring bone broth actually to the market. So here it was, literally four years later, perseverance. My wife had put in a little uh, note on my computer screen that just said perseverance you know, equals success, you know, or something to this effect. And, um, you know, she was the one who actually was also one who, who, who just said, Lance, you can do it. You know, you can, you're, you're able, you're worthy. And, uh, that constant reinforcement. And at that point, um, you know, nobody had a bone broth, frozen bone broth. Like I, I, and I still have the same, you know, uh, product, uh, on the market at all. I was the first one in and um, just locally here in San Diego. And uh, we've grown it since then, Nick. It's really been a, a ex exciting journey. Um, we've always used or certified organic products um, because, because of course, again, just to be part of the Czech Institute, um, one of the one of the requirements was you're only going to use organic local food, right, Lance? Yes, that's what I'm <laughs> going to do. But, but I had transformed anyway my whole entire catering business at the time, my meal delivery business and, of course, cooking for the Czech Institute um, was using all organic food, um, sourcing locally at the farmer's markets, and uh, then, again, just sourcing organic food. And here in Southern California, you know, it's so easy to get local organic food, even in any of the markets, because so many of the farms are located here in California, so... But yeah, that's kind of the journey right there. Um, that was the be you know, 2007 was the beginning of the Flavor Chef. In 2008, you know, just to confirm everyone, I took out a four trade, three trademarks in 2008. One of them was uh, the Flavor Chef, 
One of them was love is the ultimate spice, which again, I learned that from Paul Check, that, uh, you know, everything has energy. And uh, when you infuse love energy into what you're doing, you're going to get positive results and you're going to get, you know, you're going to have a positive outlook. And um, of course, of, you know, love being the energy that powers the universe. And um, I think Paul, uh, you know, I said, God is love. And Paul turned around and he said, no, no, Lance, love is God. And I was like, oh, my God, you know. And uh, we've heard that before, I'm sure, at many of his teachings. But, uh, you know, fast forwarding through there, basically the um, – you know, the, the other trademark I took out was broth is good for you, promotes a healthier you with this giant smiley face. And uh, that's one of our signature signs of our bone broth is this beautiful smiley face. And, and truthfully, a little history on the smiley face. In 1981, my dad was into – was a chiropractor, and he was into um, – behavioral kinesiology at the very again again the kind of the pioneer and that was this dr john diamond and uh, some of the uh, you know the meridian stuff from chinese chinese acupuncture and acupressure uh, was all part of that teaching and uh my dad showed me a smiley face one day put my arm up to muscle test me and my arm was strong as could be you know and he turned the face over showed me a sad face and my arm had my arm out to the right and he pushed it down and just pushed the same exact way with the smiley face and my arm just went down real quickly you know he said lance you know do you see what's happening i said yeah smile is energy positive vibration and um the sad face was just you know negative energy and a negative vibration so we use the smiley face literally as a um you know, smile when you say broth is good for you. You basically the ends of your, the ends of your mouth will go up, and you will go, "Wow, broth is good for you," and you'll smile because you're like, "Wow, that's true," and uh, promotes a healthier you. The idea was, you know, again, they, they they've created something interestingly. Interestingly, um, we could talk a little about about this too, but you know, at the time, promotes a healthier you is based on synergy. Um, as you know, we don't have one doctor. We got four doctors that we've already mentioned. And what we want to do is balance those. This holistic lifestyle approach, holistic lifestyle coach, is going to be a you know someone who's going to take into account all the things that are happening in your life. You know, how much job stress do you have? Do you you know how much coffee are you drinking? How much? How much? How's the relationship with your wife or your girlfriend or your kids? Um, what's happening with your spiritual world? Do you do you, do you have a belief and faith? And you know, are you uh, are you taking time for yourself? Are you happy? You know, these four doctors, and we're going to balance those to create health and longevity, and really a quality of life that um, people are looking for. And I, I've, I've referred so many people to check practitioners. They say, oh, I can't get through this problem so will you seek out a check practitioner because they're the people that are going to come down and talk to you and they're going to find out all the things that are happening not just say oh you've got a sore hamstring let's put you on the exercise machine and strengthen that hamstring you know that hamstring and my hips are still tight and you know my coach the other day said lance well what's happening you know how's the, you know what's going on in your mind with your what's happening is you're storing all the stress there from your life you have a lot of stress right now oh yes i do you know so um so just a way to balance uh, a balanced approach to getting healthy. And uh, so bone broth was never to me a silver bullet, but more of a part of a protocol. And so the, the synergy is that bone broth begins by, by you know, the, the collagen gelatin, even the process, Nick, of producing bone broth. I mean, we think about bone broth for 5,000 years as part of cultural history. You can go back and document this. You know, you can look at cultural history all the way back to antiquities of cultures that simmer bones for health for reasons. You know, a lot of the reasons, the indigenous reasons were, hey, we have an animal here and we honor that animal and we're going to make sure that we use every part of that animal uh, to the best of our ability. And um, so they would, you know, at the end, what do we do with these bones? Well, let's simmer them and get the last little bit out of them. And then they turn them back into the earth and, and uh, they honor the whole animal that way. So this process of a low, slow simmer um, helps bring about this delicious elixir that is, uh, you know, works synergistically with the other things you're doing in your life to create health and balance. 
Now, I'm curious, Chef Lance, because we're talking all about this bone broth. What is your favorite kind? <laughs> My favorite kind of bone broth? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I mean, basically the well-made kind, my own bone broth, <laughs> because what's happening at right now, Nick, too, like I was saying, it's, you know, you think about the bone broth trend right now, and it's, it really hit around two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, we're at the anniversary of two years. It was November of 2014 when sort of the trend hit, when uh, the New York Times got a hold of a guy named Marco Canora over in New York City. Right. And uh, he was down at a restaurant called Brodo, and he was bringing – he was doing this amazing thing. I kind of a little sarcastic about it. He was simmering bones and vegetables, and he was serving it up in a cup and calling it bone broth. And uh, again, you know, here you have the Weston A. Price Foundation talking about bone broth for, for 20 – you know, 15 years prior to that. You got cultures that have been using bone broth for centuries, um, and you have an American public that's been so duped eating processed foods that they think bone broth is a can of Campbell's soup, you know? <laughs> and uh, so – and it was interesting even at the time. I mean Brodo was basically simmering bones in a aluminum pot. I was like, oh my god, he's using aluminum pots. You know, and again, I had been making bone broth for two years at this point. Um, I had already brought my product to market. I was already in retailers. I started selling bone broth in January of 2013 at thebrothery.com, which is now, uh, of course, my website, bonebroth.com, which has been around since 2008 when I took those trademarks. I also got bonebroth.com, which is our main domain where we sell and ship the bone broth. But I've been doing that you know, at, at the, uh, thebrothery.com since 2012, 2013, January of 2013, we, we had, you know, be, we went public and we were shipping our product all around the country. So, um, so imagine, you know, and then it's September 30th, 2014. Nourishing Broth was released by the West Today Price Foundation. And Nourishing Broth was about a two or three year study two to three year compilation. And literally, Nick, I was able to provide the bone broth for that book that they used that was sent in for uh, mineral testing, mineral and- uh, That's amino- awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. With Kayla Daniel. And yeah, it's, again, yeah. The book looks just like the book, but imagine, you know, imagine right now, you know, you're basically drinking bone broth the way it was supposed to be drunk. And the, the people who healed in that book, there's healing testimonies in nourishing broth. And you can get that from Amazon. It's written by Sally Fallon and Kayla Daniel. You might want to put a, put a link to that in the website, yeah, yeah, in, the sure. notes, in the notes, but that book, um, again, it was about a two years. So you think in two twelve to two fourteen for that book to come out, maybe even longer, Sally and Kayla Daniel working on that book, the founder of the Weston A. Price Foundation and a PhD and pretty much the bone booth, bone, one of the bone broth guru doctors, Dr. Kayla Daniel. And, um, you know, basically bringing forth scientific evidence of the power of bone broth, um, the protocols and why it's good. And then people in those, in those pages, sharing their testimonies of how bone broth helped them. And most of those testimonies, again, include more than one factor, you know, uh, proper hydration, taking probiotics, you know, using uh, exercise in different forms to help bring about health. And of course, utilizing bone broth as a synergistic ingredient to um, help bring their, bring their health condition into in line. And, um, you know, already in two years, you've got the, what I'm going to be calling the watering down of bone broth. You know, you've got this bone broth protein out there and you got people saying it's the same thing as bone broth. Now, wait a second, 5,000 years and you got two years, you got about six months of history, maybe or less with this bone broth protein product, dried bone broth, rehydrated with water, about eight, it meant about eight different flavors, not organic, not not certified anything, just basically marketed the hell out of it. And, you know, Paul Check would say, listen, be careful of anything that gets a lot of marketing behind it because, you know, you got to figure out why they're doing that. And uh, subpar product, terrible, terribly high in glutamate. And, uh, you know, you know, all of a sudden they've converted this thing. So my, my warning in this week, it's been the last three weeks that I've been on this kick but basically trying to tell people, look, you know, really we need you to um, realize that the bone broth in that book, the bone broth that's in historically that's been that's been eaten and dr- and drank for health is a bone broth that's well made. So that's my favorite. That's a long answer for my for, <laughs> what, 
kind of bone broth do I love? But I love my chicken bone broth. We make a delicious beef bone broth that has probably slightly more collagen in it because it's got beef bones. We simmer our chicken. Our chicken product is amazing. Um, we make a coconut, ginger, mint, and lemon bone broth soup, which is also phenomenal. And I really love that one. It's um, We take about 82% bone broth, 18% coconut milk, uh, and then we infuse the bone broth with ginger, and then lemon, and then mint, and then we add coconut milk, and it's a slow infusion again at a low at a at a basically a less than, you know, we bring it to a simmer, we turn it off. This is somewhat proprietary, but I'm not. I don't think anyone out there is going to do this, but it's basically <laughs> an, an infusion. So we add the ginger, and then we add the lemon, and then we add the mint. And then we had the coconut milk, and that's one, probably one of my favorite products. We don't, we got that out to market last May. It's of course available on our website. It's super delicious. So um, what I'll do is we'll make sure you get some product, and then you can write a little review for the blog when you put out the podcast. But incredible. Yeah, and it's incredible. Uh, the, those three are our signature products that we have in retail. I ch- typically, um, even Kayla Daniel would say to sort of rotate your bone broth, just yes. like we have, just like we have a rotational diet um, from Paul Check, where we don't eat the same uh, food every day. We eat a different protein each day. We try to, you know, get a nice variety of uh, vegetables and stuff into our diet. Um, mixture of raw, cooked. You know, things like this. I know Paul loves the uh, coconut ginger broth, and um, I've just came up with a vegan bone broth, or we should call it vegan no bone broth, which they really love as well. Yeah, what's that about? uh, Well, um, that's about um, the the that's about meeting a need, Mm -hmm. and also about creating something that's just you know, for me, I'm the flavor chef, man, and I just love to create things and. We had a lot of people asking, you know, hey, we're vegans and we're vegetarians and we love we, we, we some of them actually drank bone broth. We've got um, we don't have a we I wanted the product with a turmeric component. Mm-hmm. So we used a, a turmeric um, burdock. Uh, we call it vegan no bone broth with uh, rockin roots, vegetables and herbs. And uh, the roots are ginger. You know, roots are interesting. You know, the category is ginger, burdock, turmeric. And then we have onion, garlic, um, carrots. And then we use celery, cauliflower, zucchini, kale. And then we finish with thyme, oregano, and parsley. And all those have medicinal properties to them. Right on. We use uh, real salt, real brand. Sea salt's our favorite brand of sea salt, and uh, we promote and kind of we've started started a sort of a little partnership with them. We haven't really explored the whole necessary end of it, but we do promote real bone real salt, and um, real brand real salt from Utah, and uh, that's what we use in there. We also use black pepper, of course. The black pepper is the activator in turmeric, and it's bright yellow. Um, it has an incredible flavor. Um, we still haven't got it to market yet, so it's only available on the website at bonebroth.com. But it is super delicious, and uh, it's not actually that ex- it's not actually that cheap to make. We also use shiitake mushrooms and kombu. We're using a uh, Maine Coast kombu, Atlantic kombu in there as well. Um, iodine, minerals, sea minerals. Um, and then, of course, the shiitake mushrooms and their medicinal uh, medicinal uh, qualities as well. So um, we, we're we're working on it. It's definitely a work in progress. It's something uh, I would love to. I'm um, hopefully this weekend going to be. So this weekend, weekend of 11th through the 13th, I'm going to be at Montgomery at the Weston A. Price Conference. I'll be sponsoring there serving up my bone broth at the Farm to Consumer Legal Defense Fund breakfasts, as well as uh, serving it up as a uh, donation to the Weston A. Price Foundation at the banquet they have Saturday night. So um, another give back for the Flavor Chef. We love giving. This is the month of Thanksgiving. So um, Weston A. Price is a non-for-profit, and uh, we're supporting them. We've been supporting them from the beginning. Um, we're basically between us and I think b- the broth bar up in uh, Portland, one of the only two broth companies left in their magazine. Everyone's sort of after the almighty buck, and, and you know we're we're sticking with our peeps. So 
But no. yeah, our, I, think, I think those four are amazing. I like blending them. I've got some vegan at home. I love just dumping about half a cup of vegan into my bone broth, blending sometimes the beef and the chicken, or at least having beef and chicken alter, alternating days. And uh, that's the way you get the different, uh, you know, you know the, the difference is you're getting those different, uh, different, uh, uh, the animals eat different things, so you get different. Yeah, all the minerals, the amino acids, everything's going to be different for sure. Right, right, and it's definitely um, some of the stuff is 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 you know similar. Uh, I think, like I said, the collagen content is a little higher in the beef broth, uh, and uh, but we still have plenty of gelatin and collagen in our chicken broth as well, and and it's our most popular seller for sure. So that's where I was going to ask you then, because well. My actual favorite uh, day to make broth is the day after Thanksgiving um, because sure. I love turkey broth. Like that still is my favorite. Uh, but I was curious too, have you explored at all with the fish broth then or anything like that? You know what? That's funny you should ask because I've got, I've got about 200 pounds of fish bone sitting in my freezer. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we just opened a new facility here. We, we went from four kettles to six kettles. I'm actually sitting in the office of my new facility here in Vista. And um, we have a tilt skillet, which is what we make the vegan in. And because uh, the vegan is a quick cooker, we don't simmer vegan. For, we don't simmer the vegetables for 18 hours. Simmer, that whole process takes 90 minutes to make our vegan bone broth. And and uh, the fish broth is the same thing. It's a pretty quick cooker. It's probably going to be done in an hour. So we just didn't have the piece of, we didn't have the piece of equipment to make um, fish broth until recently. And, you know, when we're running the company, being CEO of the Flavor Chef Inc. and BoneBroth.com, you know, we, we are meeting the need. We are selling so much bone broth right now. When you introduce new products into the, um, uh, when you introduce products into the, into the system, it's, it throws a wrench in there. You know, you have to have a whole, I mean, it's a new bag, a new label. It's, it's a Mm -hmm. new, skew on the website it's a storage issue how much are you going to sell how much do you need and i think you know last year in march i was up at the nutritional therapy association another endorser of the flavor chef's bone broth Uh, again i have some major endorsements out there, but the Nutritional Therapy Association and Weston A. Price are two of my um, backbone ones, uh, people that support our product and endorse our product um, because of because of the well-made, because of the quality of it and the uh, the integrity to the process. And, um, you know, you know, like making that traditional bone broth that's been drank for 5,000 years is the one I'm making. So the uh, – plus it's better actually. But the uh, – because <laughs> I, 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 I probably added some things that, the you know, they didn't – they couldn't do a while back. But including, you know, beautiful stainless steel kettles, uh, nutritional analysis and testing that, pro- you know, shows that we have no metals in our bone broth and high mineral content and, uh, you know, beautiful protein content, et cetera. And but, let's not uh, forget the love too. And the love, yeah. I mean, love is the ultimate spice. You know, that was my other trademark I took out in 2008, and uh, we talked a little bit about that earlier. But yeah, essentially, copious amounts of love in the product, and uh, and as displayed through the sourcing. You know, the way I explained it in the in a blog coming out soon is, you know, you know, I want to explain this in the month of Thanksgiving how love is basically an ingredient that leads to, you know, it it you know embellishes, it brings out integrity you know you can't have the two together you, you can't say oh i throw so much love in the product but we serve you bone broth made with gmo kfo filled you know animals you know the, the the two don't mix you can say lots of love on a, on a on a product you could say anything you want and then dr josh axe proves that you could say whatever the hell you want about bone broth protein and people will probably believe you if you throw enough marketing at them and put enough money into facebook ads and everything else um, yeah that still pops up in my news feed all of the time right and that costs a lot of money dude a lot of money and uh, and sadly enough it's a very crappy product and uh, anyone who wants to argue with me can just go buy some if they're willing to waste their $44 on it and drink some of it and put it next to mine and drink it and see what it looks like the next day. And uh, test your head, too, because, like, what they have to do is they – I'm going to ask Paul about this, too, but they have to basically p- picture a gallon of water and try to dehydrate a gallon of water. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, you'd have to, you know, they have to boil it very high temperature to reduce it to a syrup, and I think that's what they do to dry it at that point, unless there's some special machine. Either way, it's 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 uh, put it's through a lot. Of, yeah, 
processed at very high temperature. The whole idea of the bone broth was this low, slow simmer. And I have some beautiful testimony from Dr. Tom O'Brien about this. And we're going to do a blog later on this month when he's He and I talked about it about two months ago. We were talking about bone broth when I had him on, when his book came out and everything. Yeah, and he's such a huge fan. And then he was talking about like how big of a fan Terry Walls of it uh, is too, where she's just saying like all these people are being able to use it and see just dramatic results in their life. Yeah, and you know, again, I would just say I would hope that some of those people, and he may introduce me to Terry as well, um, to get the word out because what's happening already, Nick, is people are just they're watering down the bone broth. You know, my main competitor just cut their bone broth in half. By adding 50% water, there's no more gel in it, and there's no more taste in it, and there's half the protein. And they're still calling it a restorative cup of bone broth. So, I, again, it's just sad what's happening already, but uh, not for me. I'm staying true to what I do. But, you know, what you were getting at was the um, – I lost my train of thought there for a second. Go ahead. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I, I wasn't sure where you were going. Uh, we were talking about – okay, just everybody really supporting it. We were talking about – uh, the powdered bone broth, if you will, or yep. whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, we, we will. We, it's so it's, that could be summed up in one word: just eat real food. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Sean Jerf, Croxton. Right, Jerf. Thank Absolutely. you, Sean. Thank, thank you, Sean Croxton is right, and I always publicly thank Sean Croxton anyway because he was a big key component. I had met him through Krista Recchio and the whole journey, and 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 it all stemmed back to Paul Check again. But uh, Sean's been an amazing supporter as well, and he's an amazing guy. And uh, yeah, just eat real food. If you can, if you can, if you're gonna, you know, use any uh, litmus test against products, do that. And then of course, you know, again, as the people migrate. Uh, and, and, and get that and the marketing fades off and uh, it'll just see who, you know, I've always said I'm the turtle in the race. And uh, <laughs> I, I, read, I read that story to my son and I love it because it's like, you know, basically, you know, basically it, it's such a great uh, metaphor, you know, and here we are just plodding along. And uh, yeah, so we were talking a little bit about the vegan and the fish broth as well. That's what yes. I was getting at. And the go. Nutritional Therapy Association. And I finally, you know, I thought in the beginning, wow, fish broth, you know. And, and in nourishing traditions, they, they quote the South American proverb that good broth will resurrect the dead. And in the research I've done, <laughs> you know, that's what they no, said. No, I remember looking at it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that, you know, that broth that they were talking about was fish broth. And okay. the, the South American Caribbean cultures and many cultures, you know, Alaska, you know, they're simmering fish bones and drinking the broth, the broth from the fish bones. And the, I always thought maybe it would be a strong flavor, but I had Alaskan and I think it's available at Vital Choice. Uh, they have the Alaskan uh, halibut broth, mm -hmm. Alaskan salmon broth. Oh, okay. And, and um, so I had I, you know, again, I'm going to go totally pure i only am going to use wild alaskan fish bones i mean um never going to use you know anything that didn't come from alaska truthfully and um salmon and halibut so i have the bones i have to get it i have to get them in the kettle i have to figure out some time to carve out how to make the broth um I, I mean obviously 29 years as a chef i know how to make the broth um I, i've been coming uh, you know my intuition is is calling on fennel uh anise uh lavender dill some of the flavorings of course onions and garlic um and you know uh the fish bones the celery the carrots uh, a quick cooker a sweat and then um infusing the herbs and then simmering the bones for a short period of time like i said probably anywhere from 60 to 90 minutes maximum and then uh straining and trying to create a broth that's palatable you know and the, the alaskan company did a great job and the broth was very palatable and delicious and not too salty so really really uh a great broth that i can't wait to offer fish broth to people so and you mentioned turkey as well Turkey broth after Thanksgiving. Again, just grab, grab yourself an organic free range, locally sourced uh, turkey to do that with. And uh, again, what you're getting there, Nick, is you're getting that beautiful flavor from a roasted turkey. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I again, I have a vision and it's just a matter of uh, logistics to bring seasonal broth to the market. Oh, wow. Uh, 
you know, where a seasonal broth might be a roasted bone, a roasted chicken bone, or maybe even we haven't done a combo bone. There's some, uh, there's some evidence that maybe combining uh, beef, chicken, turkey, lamb, you know, might be a great broth. Well, I was going to uh, ask you, yeah, like lamb or goat, because that's, if I'm going with more of the red meat, that's where I like to go with, like, don't get me wrong, I like the beef, but lamb is still my favorite <laughs> overall. Yeah, so, no, yeah. Yeah, and lamb is a strong broth. It's going to be, you know, so it might be, it might be lamb beef. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll see. I have, but I just haven't the, the I haven't had the bandwidth to to develop the product or the uh, basically almost really just put it out there the financial support to to have the time and energy to create uh, new products. And, and we already just did. I mean, truthfully, I'll tell everyone out there right now. We just created our. Um, we just created and we're beginning to brand our AIP product, uh, autoimmune protocol, which is, uh, Dr. Tom was all over, um, no garlic, no onions, no ginger, um, even though ginger's on, ginger's on this, ginger's okay. Um, but we had a lot of SIBO and other folks that couldn't eat garlic and onions yeah. and uh, also pets, pets are somewhat quote allergic to them so we made a pet friendly bone broth it's called the aip bone broth it's a blue label um, only available online as well and uh it's just bones carrots celery and parsley um we don't even add any salt again to either one of those products same similar ratio of bones to water so we have great gelatin the chicken aip is delicious it has a really meaty flavor doesn't have the ven- the minerally uh, vegetable component as the um our standard beautiful certified organic chicken bone broth signature product but it has an amazing meaty almost like that um that chicken soup you had as a kid type of uh type of flavor you know um and the the beef bone broth as well it just has an amazingly delicious meaty uh flavor you know of course you could our grass-fed grass-finished gap level five global animal welfare program level five beef bones are uh, incredible for um for for the thing our, our all our products all our meat is certified humane as well as verified non-gmo so as well as certified organic so it's really great. Uh, you can, you can, if you, if you, you know, depending on the thing and, and we still, we don't sell as much beef cause people just don't like the flavor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, even though it's good and ours is really delicious. We've had plenty of people tell us lately, wow, chef, your broth is just so good. Well, okay. So now we're talking about all this broth, of course. And I was curious because, okay, looking at the fish, like, yeah, you use like the fish bones, the, the, just the carcass, I would keep the head in there and everything. But can you do this with shellfish? Would would the same thing apply? Like if you get some shrimp, uh, some oyster shells. I mean, any of these things then too. You know, I'm not so. I'm not so. I mean, I would imagine. Uh, I know for sure you can get a great fish broth out of shrimp. They just take a lot of their shrimp shells. Right. Right. You know. Uh, um, I yeah, know I we guess get the shrimp. Those- I was less sure on, but more like the the specific shells themselves. No, no, never heard anything about simmering oyster shells. I know they grind it up for feed for chickens, right. yeah. <laughs> oyster, oyster bone. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm going to stick to the really gelatinous soft bone. Uh, the fish bones, what happens is they're super gelatinous. They'll break down the, uh, the fish, you know, the fish broth itself will be really, um, really rich. And, uh, you know, again, it's probably going to be something that is, uh, I mean, it's super ex- what they're selling out there is super expensive, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not exactly sure why, because it's a quick cooker and the bones are cheap. But uh, maybe, maybe because they have the maybe because there's a demand and they're the only ones that have it, so the supply and demand chain coming right. in. But uh, and also their broth, like I said, I'll, I'll mention it here. I don't mind mentioning it. I had it. It's available at Vital Choice, which is a great seafood company, and a lot mm-hmm. of uh, a lot of our people, you know, use that use that company for seafood. And again, if you could stomach the price on the on the bone broth, the fish broth is really good that they have. And uh, I'd like to make it myself. And as soon as I do, I'll I'll call you back and say, Hey, Nick fish broth is up there i'll definitely be looking out for that <laughs> yeah and it's, it's a quick cooker i can do it i just like i said i just got to find the 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 bandwidth in uh, what i'm doing to get it done but as soon as we do it'll be up on the website people will know how people go to bonebroth.com and check it out there and uh yeah so 
hey man this has been great anything else happening here we're, uh, we're one uh, thing I, I was quite curious about because we were talking a little bit uh before the show for a minute on even just like dr happy and you mentioned like your spiritual journey i mean of course paul check but self-realization fellowship like what where where is that kind of gone for you you know um i've been through you know the journey is interesting you know i i was uh i was um you know a deadhead for i've been a deadhead for for a long time since 1983 you'll notice if anyone wants to ask about it there's a little dancing bear with a big giant smiley face um hanging out on all my packaging and all my branding <laughs> and uh you know I had spent without, you know, again, I, I, I defer to a couple of catchphrases. You know, I don't convert. I don't condemn. Uh, Love is my religion. That's uh, from Ziggy Marley and a great album and a great a great song and a great message. And uh, so right now I'm in that place. And, and so what happened was basically I gravitated towards yoga. Um, I spent about 15 years in evangelical Christianity and um, sort of was as i went through my divorce the church kind of kicked me the truth is the church kicked me out mm -hmm. uh the, the 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 church kicked me out two churches kicked me out in 19 uh, 2003 i got kicked out of uh one church and then 2005 when i went through divorce i got kicked out of another church because they didn't want me to divorce my ex-wife even though i had proof that let's not get too much into the mucky details let's talk about positive things and at that point, I was a man without church, but a man with uh, not not a man without God. And on my spiritual journey, like I said, at that point, I got introduced to uh, I got introduced to yoga, uh, the physical practice of yoga. I was going to a, uh, been doing Bikram for for almost ten years now, just about ten years. Yep. And I just started Ashtanga Yoga. I've got a yoga studio that I go to, which is my spiritual center. Um, and, and the gentleman who runs that is uh, Tom Kelly of the Soul of Yoga here in Encinitas, California. And they're, they're self-realization monks. Uh, he was a monk for 25 years at SRF here in uh, Encinitas, the, uh, founded by Paramahansa Yogananda. And uh, I currently spend time every morning reading uh, his his interpretation of the Gita um, study. And uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful story, a beautiful book, and, uh, you know, really well written. Um, so, yeah, so during that journey, you know, uh, Dr. Happy um, uh, allows me to, uh, you know, explore different things without the condemnation of certain uh, practices of people. Um, recently, I've just been on this, like, uh, you know, love kick, and you know, judging everything by love, you know, that's what a it comes down. Thing. What what it comes down to, it's like you know, and um, you know, this loving relationship I have with my wife, I said I was able to uh, find love after after that all that stuff. Um, I tell people I could write a book called "Born Again, Born Again, Born Again." I got that base covered. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, and then just just going out there and loving people, man, and you know, um, not judging their journey. You know, um, the journey is the journey is the is is the fun part, and um, just letting people be who they are. And if that's their journey, that's great. You know, and they step in and they try to convince you that their truth is the truth. You know, I had this uh, interesting metaphor came to me recently, and. Um, you know, I was having this uh, conversation with, uh, let's just say, a narrow-minded person of any of any narrow-mindedness, and uh, describing the vastness and the infiniteness of God. You know, and um, you know when we talk about those kind of things, you you uh, you know, uh, it's hard at that point to narrow God down to one way. Mm -hmm. And so I just tell people. I don't try to convert or condemn. I just say, look, you know, I think I think there's a little more than that out there. I think uh, the nature and the variety of the creation is such that it would speak to that. And um, I'm trying to be careful with my words here. I don't want to offend anybody, but I still want to buy my bone broth. <laughs> <laughs> still a true salesman. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so, you know, and then. Interestingly enough, when I got, when, when I recovered in 2006, I was I you know I had left the Grateful Dead from 1991 to about 2005, and uh, when I was in the lowest part of my journey prior just prior to leaving my ex-wife, my buddy Hub handed me 
a John a uh, Jerry Garcia band CD from 1981, and uh, I hadn't listened to The Dead in probably 15 years. And I tell everyone I was in the car, bawling my eyes out, and um, trying to figure out what the heck I was going to do with my life. This is before Paul checked. This is 2005, and I uh, put put that CD in the car player, and one note, one note of Jerry Garcia, and it sort of the the description is it's like who are you you know and that one note just gave me the strength and power and dignity like lance you've gotten so far away from who you are and your core of love and your being and what that love and expression was through the grateful dead and and um it had been so squelched for all those years and that one note was the beginning of the journey and uh kind of a powerful story but true and then you know um just judging things by the amount of you know smile power you get out of them you know and i could just see myself so many times and then i went to a show and then i started going to more shows and then i got more tapes and now i listen to the grateful dead all the time (laughs) (laughs) but i just started you know i listened to lots of other beautiful music lots of beautiful um spiritual music uh, Sanatam Kar, Krishna Das, all these uh, people. And, you know, when you talk about self-realization, I mean, I have not really gotten directly into the, the teachings in terms of the uh, going through the lessons and whatnot. But, again, I've been studying uh, the Gita with Paramahansa Yogananda, and I do consider him to be my guru. Earthly guru is Tommy Kelly, the Guruji I have over here at my studio. He married my wife and I, a spiritual counselor. And then through the years, I've just been with Czech practitioners, and uh, you might know one of them, J.P. Sears. Yes, I've, I've talked to J.P. before. <laughs> he's been on the show here for sure. Yeah, yeah all of a sudden, he's, he's like megastar. He's and like rightfully Mr. so. I mean, just skyrocketing. This freaking hysterical has got 9 million views on his couple of his YouTube videos, which is incredible. But yeah, good friend and humble. We just, you know, we texted back and i you know he helped me through the darkest part some of the dark parts after the journey began and um he you know counseled me for a few years in his inner awakenings work and, uh, and i've work worked with him as well yeah i i can't say enough about jp i mean hey everybody still needs coaches whatever you want to call it, like other people to work with uh, it's it's an amazing thing uh to help your transformation really yeah. You know, JP was working with uh, the, the, the teachings of John McMullen and, mm-hmm. you know, this whole concept of self-sabotage. And uh, that's what I was going through. And that's why I sought him out. And him and I went through about two years of, uh, of uh, counseling and just meeting weekly and then biweekly and then eventually monthly and eventually every three months or so. And uh, it basically helped me heal. I just sent him a text saying, man, you just gave me the tools to deal with this self-sabotage when it comes up. And uh, people deal with that all the time. You know, why do we do certain things? And uh, he helped me through a lot of that stuff. And a great dude in general. Super funny. For sure. Super super funny as well, as we found out. So, so, Chef Lance, I mean, we've we've covered so much here. I have really two more questions that I want to ask you. One of them is just, what is your vision for a healthy future? I mean, for yourself, for your family, uh, just for the world even. Yeah, well, you know, uh, it's a great question. I think um, I didn't mention this, and it probably should have come up earlier, but the mission statement of the brothery at bonebroth.com is to heal the planet one GI tract at a time. <laughs> and That's awesome. The vision, and the vision, which is this again, it's going to be coming out recently, and I haven't, you know, taking the time the vision is to fulfill the mission with by by creating an amazing product and that is health giving that is uh, essentially made with traditional methods using well-sourced certified organic humanely raised palomar mountain spring water and fulfill the vision uh fulfill the mission uh through the vision and so my vision for the you know, for the planet, and again, it's one at a time because you can only influence so many people in your little circle. And uh, as you do that, that vibration goes out. But I think you know, as uh, you know, with being a Czechie and understanding the teachings of Paul Czech and and really the teachings of uh, his teachers, in a sense, that he brings to us and and yes. he makes them makes them come alive inside of us, is to really focus on our the universe that we can 
influence our universe. And I, I use um, my coach right now, Billy Perkins of Align, is uh, incredibly in tune as well. And, he, and he's, he's helping me not only physically but emotionally, spiritually as well. And, um, you know, like you said, we all need these people. So I think my vision is to uh, personally, you know, is to continue uh, to eat, move, and be healthy to uh, eat organic food, to support local, to, um, to uh, you know, continue to educate myself. And, you know, the most important thing I could tell anybody is to, you know, employ the teachings that you have, you know. So many of us spend so many times getting teaching after teaching after teaching. And it's not in the teaching. It's in the doing. It's in the being. You know, we're not human. You know, it's, 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 in, the, it's in the being, um human beings, you know, and being yourself and, uh, being true to your, to, to yourself, to your core and, uh, whatever that might look like to you. And then of course, you, you know, um, st- I'm drinking my, one, my second quart of water today. So my ultimate, my ultimate recommendation is to at the very least hydrate properly. <laughs> that is, that is an amazing recommendation. And no, it really is. People just take that for granted. Uh, but Hey, just doing but it with country, some. Our vision for the country, the country is dehydrated. Uh, you know what? That's probably not a bad vision. Just for for the entire world is to if everybody were hydrated, that would just solve a lot of things right there. I think medically. I think Paul Check told me a long time ago. He said if if you know if if you could drink the right amount of water every day, you'd probably solve fifty percent of your of your of your physical problems. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You I know, I couldn't disagree you know, with and, that. <laughs> you know, and um, Billy got me a few months ago, and I just realized I wasn't hydrating enough. With all the knowledge I had, I wasn't hydrating enough. So every morning I have a big quart of water mm-hmm. with um, with a, with a full juice of lemon. I heat some tea water, and uh, I, I fill it about two thirds with water. I squeeze a lemon, and I fill it the rest of the third with warm water. And I basically chug that first first thing in the morning, and then I fill two more bottles. That gets me 96 ounces for the day. Uh, it's about half my water weight. I drink a few kombuchas, and um, pretty much a good, you know, maybe one kombucha. Not every day, but you know, just to balance out about 120 ounces of liquid mm-hmm. and uh, pure water. And I do this fun thing, Nick. I take a little lemon. We should do a demo sometime. I'll try to do it in my next Facebook Live. I just peel a lemon with mm-hmm. the outside zest. And before I squeeze that lemon, I peel it. And then I throw the lemon zest in my water bottle for the day with a little pinch of salt. Yeah, that's awesome. Just add a little flavor, little minerals right in there for you then too. Essential oil, man. This is yeah. just leach, leaching into my water all day. That's fantastic. So, yeah, it's a good all one. Right. So, Chef Lance, one of the last things then that I ask everybody is, who would you want to hear on this podcast and what would you either want to ask them or hear them talk about? Well, um, geez, a lot of people, you should get Billy Perkins on for sure. Okay. He's my, he's my coach and you can have him do his story. And, uh, he's an amazing guy. Um, I think the world's going to get to know Billy Perkins next year. He's got a book coming out and, um, he's got a vision and a plan and he is, uh, dynamic um, he's like Paul Check Jr. in a lot of ways. I mean, he's a, definitely a Czech practitioner. He hosts a bunch of the classes out here. He's an amazing guy. Um, you know, you already talked. He had Dr. Tom on already. He's awesome. Uh, Paul Check has probably been on. If he hasn't, you should get him on for sure. <laughs> I, I've and spoken that, that, with Vidya a few times, and that still is uh, a tough to get uh, Paul away once in a while. <laughs> All you need to do is get a scheduler, dude, and get him on there. He'd be awesome. And uh, I'll, I'll make some other referrals for you, see if we can get some other people on there. But, but yeah. first of all, I'm going to definitely have to reach out to Billy, especially if he has a book coming out, maybe get that out of there. Maybe talk to him at the same time that's coming out, just trying to get that out there because I'm sure, hey, if you're talking about him like this, I mean, another practitioner, yeah, it's, it's going to be yeah, awesome work. Yeah, I think your audience would really enjoy Billy Perkins. All right. Well, Chef Lance, where can our listeners find out more about you? How can they help you out in any way? Well, you know, we're at bonebroth.com. Uh, the the um, the best way they could do is, you know, to spread the word about our delicious bone broths. And, um, you know, if they need anything, they've got a great uh, practitioner yourself and, and everything else. And to uh, employ love, to, to really just to go out and, and love their neighbor as themselves and uh, practice the golden rule and uh, be kind to themselves. 
you know, and, uh, you know, uh, drink, drink enough water. <laughs> so yeah, helping, <laughs> hel- helping me, you know, uh, I mean, yeah, they support the bonebroth.com. It'd be awesome if they have a, if there's a listener who has a podcast and wants to have me on, that'd be fantastic. Um, if they have a blog and want to share my uh, information, if they want to sign up as an affiliate at bonebroth.com and then share, share the product with their audience, that's always an amazing way to do it as well. So there you go, everybody. Those all help. Yeah, ever make sure go check out. Hey, talking about the 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 beef ones, the chicken ones here. We have, like you said, the the vegan one, all of the above. Uh, everything over there is just going to be amazing stuff. Super super healthy and just, like you said, the flavor of love. Like it's it's still in there and it's absolutely delicious. So, Chef Lance, thank you again so much for your time. This has been an awesome talk. I I really sure. appreciate it. Yeah, you too, Nick. Thank you. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget to head over to BarenakedHealthPodcast.com to check out the show notes for today's episode. While you're there, go to my calendar and schedule a 15-minute call so we can discuss what is your biggest struggle when it comes to maintaining your health. Remember that I'm a holistic lifestyle coach, and the show is sponsored by you guys. Each of you that I work with helps me to be able to put out podcasts like this for free, so thanks again for your love and support. Finally, if the show has helped you out in any way, please head over to iTunes to give the Bare Naked Health Podcast a positive comment and five-star rating. This really goes a long way in getting the word out with how simple health can be and helping to share the podcast with others, so thank you. Mm -hmm.